you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash. In the booth with never records. Nice. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. Am I You are not listening to Never Records on Converge Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 84 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. Mississippi to the River Jordan and back to the Missouri. I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, honky tonkers, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free, and my art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than nine cities around the world. This past fall, I was invited to bring Never Records to Kansas City as part of the inaugural year of Open Spaces, a Midwestern biennial curated by Dan Cameron. Over the course of two months, I made over 100 recordings capturing the incredibly diverse Kansas City soundscape. Let me describe this next recording to you. We took a detour last week with my memorial to Skip Groff and Yesterday and Today Records the store that inspired Never Records. So today, I'm going to turn the spotlight back to some Kansas City Roots music. According to the Grand Old Opry website, the term honky-tonk has come to signify a bar in which country music is played. But the phrase is much older than that and dates all the way back to the late 19th century. And it has a much more specific meaning. The popular myth about the origin of the phrase honky-tonk dates back to the 1880s to a piano manufacturing firm named Ernest K. Tonk, whose durable upright pianos were favored by the theaters of Tin Pan Alley in New York. This brand of piano became associated with a type of ragtime piano music and later evolved into the descriptor for the bars where this kind of music was played. I found a post by Michael Quinion on his website Worldwide Words, where he disputes this origin story. According to Worldwide Worlds, the first use of the phrase honky-tonk appeared in a Texas newspaper in 1889, when the town of Fort Worth was seeking petitions to close a body theater called honky-tonk. Quinion claims this is too early and too far west to be referring to a piano manufacturer founded only nine years before. He also claims that honky-tonk was used to describe a type of disreputable variety show popular in the West that featured licentious behavior, and that this is the reason that honky-tonk bars were associated with bodiness and squalor. Quinion continues to cite a newspaper article from 1900 that describes the common childhood story that a bunch of cowboys were led astray by following the honking of geese, mistaking that sound for the bass violin, and thinking they were about to go to a bar. 
It's interesting to note that some people think the term honky originated to describe patrons of honky-tonks. I've always associated honky-tonk with rock and roll and rockabilly, a kind of raucous country and blues music fueled by booze and drugs. You are not listening to Never Records. Drinking beer in a cabaret, man, was I having fun? Till one night she called me right, and now I'm on the run. Well, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol bagging mama, lay that pistol down. She kicked out my windshield, she hit me over the head. She cussed and cried and said I lied, wish that I was dead, oh. listening to Never Records. That was the Starhaven Rounders with the 1943 Al Dexter classic Pistol Packin' Mama recorded live at Never Records Kansas City late one beer-drenched night last October. Al Dexter set his song to the melody of ancient American folk song Boil That Cabbage Down, a reference to a breakfast of hoe cakes and cabbage soup. The Starhaven Rounders were a no-nonsense group of guys who wanted to record everything live and in the spirit of the moment. We set up the mics, ran the tunes a couple of times, and drank a lot of beer and whiskey. Let me describe this next recording to you. Lorna Kay and the One Night Stand became one of my favorite bands from Kansas City because of their deep knowledge of country music as well as the tight vocal harmonies of Lauren and Fritz. 
I love their honky-tonk version of the Leuven Brothers classic, Blue From Now On, which sounds more like early rock and roll and less like the Leuven Brothers' more laid-back country original. listening to Never Records. That was Lorna Kay's One Night Stand, performing the Leuven Brothers classic, Blue From Now On, recorded live at Never Records, Kansas City. This isn't the last we'll hear from Lorna Kay, aka Lauren Crum. On the closing night of Never Records, Fritz and Lauren perform my favorite version of Big Stars 13. Let me describe this next recording to you. Heavy Grams use their Never Records session as a warm-up for an upcoming studio session where they plan to record a full record. I'm always happy when musicians use Never Records this way. It's a really good chance to air out a song and sketch out some ideas. The session progressed rapidly, and we were able to play around with the end sections of the song, adding harmonies, guitar overdubs, and saxophone. It's not perfect, but I'm hoping it gave them a lot of ideas and inspiration for their next recording session.
not listening to never records that was heavy grams recorded live at never records kansas city in october 2018 
Thank you for listening to Never Records. A special thanks goes out to the Starhaven Rounders, Lorna Kay's One Night Stand, and Heavy Grams. A heartfelt thanks and a big hug to all the musicians and artists that make Never Records possible. For more information, pictures, and video from today's session, please visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Eli Klatt at Converge Radio, who put Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW-Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records. <laughs>